Welcome to the Funny Business Podcast. It's the first podcast of 2023 for Matt and I. And you may have a New Year's resolution of like, I want to listen to more podcasts. So maybe you came across my pod, our podcasts. Well, first of all, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. We're two best friends that we met in college. We talk about the most random of things, but the things that you wouldn't see in your typical Twitter feed or your five o'clock news of the local TV station. Uh, And we're here to have some fun because what better way to do a podcast than with your best friend? My best friend, Matt, how are you? How are things? Things are great. 2023 off to a hot start. Um, Yeah, things are just... It's good vibes so far. Positive vibes only in 2023. Uh, we are, see, as we're recording, a few days into the new year. And it just feels good. It's like, a, I don't know, I'm not really one of those persons that like feels like a new year, new me kind of thing. Like, I, I do enjoy the changing of the years and it is new. But I don't feel like I'm like a totally different person just because the new year happened. Or like I'm going to be a totally different person just because the new year happened. Um, I think it just comes over time. Uh, it could happen in January. It could happen in June. It could happen at, at December. You never know. I, you know, there's, I, I, I had a quote years ago, back in my senior year of high school that one of my soccer coaches mentioned to me. And the quote is, I am the captain of my ship. I am the master of my fate. And I did a self-confidence presentation. And that was a quote I started off with. And I said, your experience is not going to be the same as mine. So I hope we're all not in the same ship. Because it'd be a different experience. So Matt, 100% right on that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a new year, new expectations, new things coming everybody's way. Not just you and I, Matt, but everybody else. And you know, if you're a recurring listener to the show, Matt, it's that time of the year. I was hoping so. I, <laughs> you know, it was so funny because... I was like trying to like figure out what we wanted to talk about the first year of the new year. And like, it just so happened that this quote article, or shall I say presentation was released December. So like they released it before the new year. So we were already set for the first episode of 2023, but the good friends over at Lake Superior State University, they've been doing this tradition since 1976. Matt, you know it as much as I do. It is the 2023 Banished Words list. So what they do is they open up nominations for Banished Words of 2023. Um, If you remember correctly, you know, back in 2020, we were talking about pivoting. We're all in this together. Uh, Other things. What's that? Sus. Sus. That's another one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... This year's nominations came from most major U.S. cities and many U.S. states, plus Australia, New Zealand, France, Italy, Portugal, England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, the Netherlands, Belgium, Czech Republic, India, China, Nambia, South Africa, Nigeria, America, Samoa, Malaysia, the British Virgin Islands, Trinidad and Tobago and throughout Canada. Nice. Congratulations (laughs) for for doing that. Pretty good. (laughs) Uh, I do have to say, I do remember last year there was some vocabulary that i was quite impressed with myself as far as the explanation as to why the world was banned uh last year but matt i'm gonna go start with number 10 uh there are Mm -hmm. 10 words that are banished from the previous year 2022 that we should leave behind and celebrate 2023 so matt any guesses of what words are banished so we talked about gaslighting being the word of the year okay however i feel like it was pretty predominant in 2022 so i'm gonna go with gaslighting okay um what else i feel like there was another one that i i had this feeling earlier we were going to be talking about this so i tried thinking of like what i could guess and there was a word that i thought of and now i can't think of it Hmm. Uh, maybe maybe triggered triggered mm-hmm. that's it's a wild card i'll throw wild that out card. there mm-hmm. love it yep hate that's, it that's that's yeah let's just let's get into it yeah well number 10 matt you and I have said this a lot in the past few years, per se. Um, very much so, it has come up through TikTok. Mm. And at number 10 of uh, the banished word for 2023 is, it is what it is. Oh, I say that all the time. <laughs> I say that all the time. Um, to a certain degree, I understand it because... 
I feel like, and I'm guilty of this too. Instead of just like talking about it, I'll just say it is what it is. Instead of actually like diving into like what the actual root of the problem is. However, sometimes it is what it is. <laughs> uh, so they give a little explanation for every banished word for, for the year. So this will go into it. Uh, it was actually banished in 2008 for overuse, misuse, and uselessness. Pointless cop out. Only Yogi Berra should be allowed to utter such a circ- circumlocution. Yeah, see, there <laughs> comes the words. <laughs> um, its resurgence prompted these insights. Well, duh, no kidding. Of course it is what it is. What else would it be? It would be weird if it wasn't. It would be weird if it wasn't what it wasn't. <laughs> Tautology adds no value. Verbal crutch, excuse not to deal with reality or accept responsibility. Dismissive, borderline rude. I don't know about the borderline roots, but in some cases it can be rude. I'm trying to circumlocution. <clears throat> I think that is a word. Do you not quote me on that? Well, it's definitely a word. It's a word. I, I couldn't tell you what it means. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of agree with it. Like again, I'm definitely going to keep saying it. Um, mm. because I think a lot of times it is like a cop out, but there's also like a few rare instances where it just it is what it is. <laughs> And also, just, it makes that person saying it. It make it does make you feel better when you say it, whether it's correct or incorrect. Like if you say it is what it is, you feel better when you say it. But I, I kind of understand. It's like, of course, it is what it is. What else would it be? Right. But then, what else are you going to say? Oh, such shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next word at number nine. Simple word. Absolutely. What? Yep. Ex- explain their explanation. Banished in 1996, but deserves a repeat nope given its overuse. Unsurped the simple yes, laments a contributor. Another condemned it as the current default to express agreement endemically present on TV in one-on-one interviews. Frequently said too loudly by annoying people who think they're better than you. (laughs) Bemoaning on aggrieved observer. (laughs) Sounds like it comes with a guarantee when that might not be the case. Cautioned a wary watchdog. So they're arguing that people use it in an argument like against someone? Uh, More or less. It's almost like an exclamation. Like, absolutely. Like, it, it almost is like a lead on. Like, it almost is distrustful in the sense. But um, I say absolutely a lot. And I should try to leave it behind. I also say it a lot. I feel like most of the times when I just say it, I just say it because I'm agreeing with someone. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Sure, yeah, sure. I'll get behind it. I'm still going to say it, but I'll get behind it. <laughs> there it is. All right, Matt, at number eight. I love this word. I've never used it in my vocabulary terminology here, but I will say it at number eight. Irregardless. I don't know if I've ever said that word before in my life. In an actual, uh, in an actual conversation, right. I don't think it's ever popped up. So I found this out in college when a classmate's boyfriend was having an argument with her that irregardless is a word. And you know, Flake Superior State University is banishing this word. It is a word. <laughs> sure. So, sleuth confession. It makes my hair hurt as well. It should because it's not a word. <laughs> At most, it's a non standard word per some dictionaries. Regardless, suffices. Opponents disqualified it as a double negative. One conveyed that the prefix er and regardless equals redundancy. Take regardless. And dress it up for emphasis, showcasing your command of non-existent words. Excoriated, excoriated, and exasperated correspondent adding, why isn't this on your list? Misuse. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those words where I would try to use it in a sentence and I would use it incorrectly. So I probably just, no one should say it. I I side with the sleuth uh, saying it makes my hair hurt. Like... I will say it makes my voice hurt trying to force out irregardless. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like I have to say in a British accent in order for you to get out irregardless. I don't want people to think I'm that smart. By <laughs> saying the word. 
Like if I say that word, people would get the wrong impression of me, and I don't, I don't want to throw that out there. Like I'm, a, I'm a smart guy. I'm not smart enough to use irregardless correctly in a sentence. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, I was at a podcast last week. Uh, well, it was actually promoted today, but uh, well, yesterday I should say. So there was this week of the release, and uh, I said hybridity, and my mom looked at me because I saw her the other day. She's like, "What is that word?" And I'm like. That must be a 10-point vocab word there. So, it is yeah, what it no, is. <laughs> I, I saw that clip of you, and I was like, oh, that, that is a word. Right? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> All right. At number six. Amazing. Um, mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let this one slide. Okay. Because I do feel like it is way overused. Okay. Uh, the explanation, not everything is amazing. And when you think about it, very little is, a dissenter explained. This glorious word should be reserved for that which is dazzling, moving, or awe-inspiring. To paraphrase another, like the divine face of a newborn, initially banished from misuse, overuse, and uselessness in 2012, its cynical return mandates further nixing of the, quote, generic... Banal and hollow modifier, a worn out adjective from people short on vocabulary. Yeah, no, I do think it is overused. I think people just use amazing when anything's good or great, when in reality, amazing is better than good or great. Um, I th- and I think people are too quick to just say something's amazing because if, in their head minds, if they say it's great, then that's not like enough. Or they're trying to like, I feel like sometimes maybe people try to like show off when they use the word amazing. To try to make themselves look better, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I I do say amazing, like that was amazing, or like that was. I think awesome comes out mm-hmm. more than amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I shared. Uh, no, I'll I'll keep that to myself. I feel like I shared something that had the word amazing in it, and somebody corrected me saying it's not amazing, and it's like, um, yeah. Based on this definition, it is. <laughs> Correct. Uh, but yeah, at number six is amazing. At number five of banished words for 2023, I am totally ready to leave this behind. Moving forward. Yeah. Yep. I just, use, go ahead. It just pisses me off. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Uh, the explanation misuse overuse and uselessness where else would we go wander to sage since we can't in fact travel backward in time may also refer to get my way as in how can we move forward well guess what sometimes you can't another wit stated politicians and bosses often wield it for semantic legitimacy of self-interest evasion and disingenuous disingenuous disingenuousness there we go (laughs) it's next of kin going forward banished in 2001 also received votes i 100 agree it sounds too close to i'm gonna get it why this is how it's my way and we're gonna go with that i i think too many times bosses will use those types of quips to right and i'm using air quotes in right correct me if i'm using the wrong word but it's just kind of condescending yes that is right yeah it's correct. extremely yeah. condescending it's just like you, you can make your point without saying those two words right absolutely unnecessary. completely unnecessary all right at number four matt you guessed it it's gaslighting nice mm-hmm. nailed it um i i think i said this last week or two weeks whenever we talked about it I've never heard the word gaslight until 2022. Never. And I didn't know what it meant until we talked about it on this podcast. Nominators are not crazy by arguing that overuse disconnects the term from the real concern it has identified in the past. Dangerous psychological manipulation that causes victims to distrust their thoughts, feelings, memories, or perception of reality. Others cited misuse and incorrect catch-all. Oh, a catch-all. They did that spelling very weird uh, to refer generally to conflict or disagreement. It's too obscure of a, of a reference to begin with avowed sundry critics alluding to the 1938 play in 1940 or 1944 movies. I feel like it's one of those terms that 
it got so popular, people just assumed everybody was gaslighting them. Or like the best, the second something bad happened, oh, you're gaslighting me, which very well could be the case. And gaslighting can be a real concern. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like some people just kind of overused it and they just, they kind of made it illegitimate in a, in a way just because it got overused. Anytime I hear somebody say gaslight, I immediately think of a legit gaslight, uh, a light that's gas. <laughs> yeah, they, same here. Um, yeah, moving on. Top three, Matt. Top three words to be banished for 2023. Mm-hmm. At number three, quiet quitting. Oh, I've never heard of this. You've never heard of this. I've no, heard of it myself. I've not. I will give you the explanation. Please do. Trendy, but inaccurate. Not an employee who inconspicuously resigns. Instead, an employee who completes the minimum requirements for a position. Some nominator reasons normal job performance. Fancy way of saying work to rule. Nothing more than companies complaining about workers refusing to be exploited. It's not a new phenomenon. It's burnout, boredom, and disengagement. On the precipice of next year's banished words list as well for ongoing misuse and overuse. So, as I mentioned, it is when somebody or an individual at a job completes the minimum requirements for their position. And it has come up more and more because of uh, staffing issues and lack of resources that bosses are now putting more things on individuals for this year, which is resulting in these people called quiet quitting. But in reality, I think it's very societal because they are completing the minimum requirements. And if the minimum requirements are in their job description, they are doing their job. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a good point. You know, if they do the minimum requirements, they're doing what you hire them to do. Right. Um, and if you want them to go above and beyond what they're doing, pay them more. And put that into job description so that they can continue to do the minimum requirements for the job. Add more minimum requirements. <laughs> Correct. Yes. But with a pay raise. Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's 2023 now. I think all states, because I know New York just did this, but they're kind of exploiting it a little bit. They should put salaries in job descriptions. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm looking for a job. I'm just, you know, I'm hearing it from everybody of like how awful it is. Same, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and and so many times, like, a company will go to offer someone a job, and then it's like, well, what's the salary? Here you go. Oh, that's too low. Well, you could have avoided the whole interview process yeah. and had your new candidate by now if you were upfront about your salary. Right. 100% right, Matt. All right. The final two. The first, the first one I will mention, you'll be like, what the heck? Because I did that, too. Number one, you might have a little bit of uh, con- uh, a little bit of uh, anger, I shouldn't say, but more contention than anything than that. Okay. So at number two, banished words for 2023 is inflection point. Inflection point? Inflection point. I-N-F-L-E-C-T-I-O-N, and the point is it's spelled. Never, never heard that used before. So mathematical term that entered everyday parlance and lost, lost its original meaning. This year's version of, quote, pivot, oh, banished in 2021, <laughs> chronic throat clearing from historians, journalists, scientists, or politicians. Its ubiquity has driven me to an inflection point of throwing soft objects about whenever I hear it, a quipster recounted. Inflection point has reached its saturation point and point of departure, proclaimed another uh, pretensions, pretentious way to say turning point overuse and misuse so what what does it mean uh it's another word for like uh um like a turning point oh so you just sound like a rich snob yeah yeah i i love i love me some uh i forget what it's called is it called scrabble it's like six letter words i forget like the specific yeah like a six letter word I love like just throwing a dime or two, but like not all the time. Like there's these people that will just throw in jargon after jargon after jargon. And then it's like, okay, so they are just trying to make themselves feel like they're smarter by talking Mm -hmm. like they're smarter. Mm -hmm. 
And it's like, okay, buddy, like, okay, Karen or Pam or whoever, John, Jim, Jimbo, Jonathan. I know I just kind of took <laughs> names and I expanded them more of their full name. Uh, not that I just was throwing random names. Matthew, um, Luke, Mark, John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to laugh out of that. Um, you know, it's good to leave this one behind, even though I didn't think that this was even part of 2022. Uh, it's another one of those words that I'm not going to say because I don't want people thinking about smart. Uh, it's also one of those words that if someone says that in a sentence, I'm like, oh, this guy, here we go. <laughs> Please, like, tell I don't want to listen to anything you have to say. Please tell me the word. What? I thought you said, oh, you mean the inflection point? The like inflection, once you yes. hear it, you'll be like, oh. I yeah, thought you had yeah, a word this, in particular not, that like no, just no, not this guy again. He's an inflection <laughs> point. Like I'm not going to listen to anything you have to say. <laughs> All right, Matt. At number one of the 2023 banished words list, do you know this I'm, one? Do you think I'm you nervous? Know? No, I don't know. Okay. Sports reference. Oh, okay. I'm ready. At number one of the 2023 banished words list is goat yeah i'm okay with this okay yeah this acronym for greatest of all time gets the goat of petitioners and judges for overuse misuse and uselessness applied to everyone and everything from athletes to chicken wings an objector declared how can anyone or anything be the goat anyway Records fall. Time continues. Some sprinkle goat like table salt on anyone who's really good. Another wordsmith, ironically, goat, once suggested something unsuccessful. Now, goat is an indiscriminate flaunt. I agree 100% with this because nothing can be the goat, the greatest of all time, if not every single person can agree on it. Like, let's just take basketball. Half oh, the world no. thinks MJ is the GOAT. Half thinks it's LeBron. You can't, you can't say one is the GOAT versus the other if it's not universal. Like, I don't even know. I don't even think there is a, a GOAT in anything. I don't think there's a greatest in all time in anything because there's going to be people that disagree on it. So it's just more of an opinion thing. And at least when it comes to sports, I could give two shits who you think the GOAT is because it's irrelevant. It doesn't affect my life. It doesn't affect the sport itself. Um. Yeah, I just think it's it's way overused and also overused. Well, I'll save that. I'll save that. Yeah, records are meant to be broken. Correct. And you know, it's. I was at. Shout out Trent. Um, I was at Trent. So Trent's back on the hardwood now for hardwood now for basketball. Um, senior playing and he's captain. And, you know, similar to me, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, like I was captain, and I didn't play. And like Trent is playing and getting some solid minutes and actually making some great contributions, um, taking charges, getting rebounds, getting these nice um, post moves like the Draymond Green of the Dr of, of this high school basketball team. <laughs> I almost I think I almost called him that the other night and I was like, no, I'm going to pull it back. But the thought process and I've shared this with Jenna is when you have kids. The purpose of having kids is so they are better than you in life. Oh, you always want them to have a better life than what you did. Yep. And that's kind of how, you know, talk about basketball, like records are meant to be broken. Things are meant to be better. It's so nice to see Trent. And I'm proud of him. Like, that's why I love going to see his games as much as I can. Um, is he and I the greatest of all time? No, but again, no one is calling him the goat. And like you said, Matt, that's more opinion. And I think we even get so caught up sometimes when at like interviews or whatnot. Like I, I remember this one. I think it was Jimmy Fallon was interviewing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Because I think he Kareem had like an upcoming show that he produced. I don't know. And Jimmy asked him, who's better? Who's the greatest of all time? Michael Jordan. Or LeBron James. And I think in the interview, he said me. <laughs> he's, got a, but, he's got a good point. He's got a good point. But this was, you know, anyway, it, it's all about opinion. And again, 
I agree it is very overused um, and it's misused in the mm-hmm. opinion. So can I throw out a word that's kind of similar that I would like to ban myself in 2023? Oh, I'm going to say OG. No. Oh. Calling Top. someone him. What? Have you not seen this? I've not heard about this. Okay, so like, let's say Jason Tatum goes off for like sixty points in the game. Yeah. So, the, oh, he's him. Like he's him. He's the guy. Have you not seen this? Oh, what people think it. People will put it like in the middle of their name, like Jace him Tatum instead of Jason Tatum, or Jason Tate him. It's the stupidest thing of all time. But what is he? Jesus? Yes. Like, no, that's <laughs> basically what they're implying. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It got to like it got to a point where they said like, "Oh, he's him." But then when you part, start putting it like calling him Jason Tate, him, we crossed the line. We need. We <laughs> gotta stop. It's so stupid. I'd rather you call him the goat than him. Like, just leave him for what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I don't want to bring up a particular internet celebrity, but um, top G. I see a lot of people calling people the top G. Yeah. And um. I think we should stop that too. Mm-hmm. I I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I was going to say something. Possibly that was show canceling. You know, the first year of twenty twenty three. But <laughs> Here it is. Um, I'll have to, no. Never mind. I'll tell you after in the afterpod. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good to me. Uh, but yeah, Matt, that was your list of twenty twenty three banished words list. Big shout out to Lake Superior State University. Uh, you can. Go on their website, just Google Lake Superior State University Banished Words List. Um, you can look at the words since 1976, um, and wow. you can look at it. Uh, you know, you can see the stuff that we covered previous years. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I always love looking at this list because, A, you know, it's a tradition, and it's also becoming a tradition for us to c- cover it for all of our people, of our, our co-workers. Uh, but, yeah, that's... Uh, that's it. Wow. It's always one of my favorite segments of the year. That's a great way to start off the uh, 2023 podcast for a funny business. Another great way to start is with some segments. Let's dive into it. Let's dive into a little buy or sell. Uh, Mike, I will go first. Go for it. I have a few. <clears throat> I'm buying coffee. Again? Literally, I, I, I'm buying coffee. <laughs> Um, coffee just makes every day better. And I was in Florida for part of my winter break, uh, visiting April and her family was down there as well. Nice. Uh, there was one day, Mike, I had, I didn't have coffee. I just <gasps> didn't have it. Uh, I actually was it New Year's Eve. Oh. No. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. <gasps> I did not have coffee. Uh, probably the first time in all of 2022 that I went a day without coffee what and uh i was really tired Uh-oh. it was not fun uh not that i had it not by choice i just i kind of woke up and didn't go to get coffee didn't make coffee i went somewhere my thought when i first went to the to uh i was going to disney springs by myself um just had some time to kill I was like, all right, I'm going to stop and get coffee. And then I ended up eating lunch. Um, I had Guy Fieri, like chicken guy chicken. Oh, very good. Uh, and then I just ended up being full and I was like, ah, I'm kind of awake. I don't want coffee. Mm. Uh, but I regret it because I was very tired come like 10 o'clock. Uh, so coffee's just the best. I brought my rapid cold brew maker when I had my, my break, my winter break. Best thing I ever done. And? I tried pumpkin spice coffee for the very first time. Mm. Don't love it. I'm neutral. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't love it. Definitely not a white girl in that scenario. I can't. I can't say that the neutral was that I like it or I hate it. I'm just neutral. Yeah, that's. I can give or take it. Yeah. Um, I'm also buying airport drinks. <laughs> Did you no have a better way? Finally. To start, no, it's not gonna be most. Oh, uh, no! Well, so when I flew down, I flew down yeah. at like 2 30 in the afternoon. And, um, so this was weird, Mike. So I'm gonna, in a little bit, I'm gonna talk about traveling. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. 
All right. Um, however, Literally. I was I got to the airport, the local airport, to fly down to Florida. There was barely anyone in the place, so I was like, "Hi, right, I'm gonna go have a drink." Uh, no better way to start your vacation than an airport drink. Had a rum coke. It was great. Ooh. Yep. Fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Less. Nice. Yeah, that was clutch. Good, good choice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then I'm also gonna buy SeaWorld. So uh, me and April went to SeaWorld over break. Uh, it was cool. Not something that I, you know, like I, I know a lot of locals go all the time. I wouldn't go all the time if I was a local in Florida. Uh, it was cool to see. We did the sea otter and the sea lion show. We did the dolphin show. We did the orca show. But other than that, like you could ride the rides, but the rides are okay in my opinion. Just not a whole lot to do. But SeaWorld, I still enjoyed it. It was cool. It was a different vibe. Um, we had good weather. Uh, the shows were great. You know, mm-hmm. it was neat seeing the dolphins do their flips and the, the sea otters was just adorable. Um, so I like SeaWorld. I would go, you know, it, it's a good thing to do. And I think it'd be fun to do with when we eventually have kids. Yeah. The last time I was at SeaWorld and Aquatica was 10, almost 10 years ago. So wow, the memories have, unfortunately, I'm like literally trying to think like, I, I knew Aquatica, I was in a swimsuit, but like, that's all I remember. Um, but I remember the rides were quicker to get on, less wait times. And yeah, I, it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Moving on to sell. Um, I'm going to sell people who travel. <laughs> now, I don't know if these people were just on one because it was the holidays. People just need to chill. Like, we were getting ready to board the plane to go down, and they just said what gate the, the plane was at, and people just crowded the gate. We weren't even boarding, and they just crowded the gate. But then they get on the intercom, they're like, please step away from the, ter- like the terminal, from the gate. We're not boarding yet. We will be boarding. And no one moves. They just didn't move. And then there's, they start boarding priority access. And everybody's just like, oh, uh, can I get on? They're like, You're, you don't have priority access. We're not boarding wow. you yet. Take a seat. I'm not kidding. Boarding probably took 20 minutes longer than it should have just because people were just so impatient. Like, the, you're at the gate. The plane's not going to leave before you get on there. So just take a chill pill. It's those same people that when we're exiting the plane, like when you land and everybody, everybody gets up. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, the, yes, the, that's the best. Like I was in like the sixth row, so I had a good reason to get up pretty Ooh, soon nice. after the plane lands. Uh, but I love turning around and just seeing everybody standing up. And then like the person who has the window seat is like bunched over like this because they can't stand up all the way. It's like you're gonna have neck cramp now, dude. Like that's just on you. You're an I, idiot. I will say for somebody that had a six-hour flight like me, like I can understand getting up, standing up, like. Totally fine. That's um, that's fair. Yes. I will say that that's a little odd of what you experienced, but I think there was a certain fear that was being, let's say, put upon holiday travelers because of everything that was happening with Southwest. Well, yeah. Thank God I didn't have to fly Southwest. I was nervous, too, because the flight that I was on like two days before me got canceled because there was a problem yeah. with the plane. And I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but I, if that's the worst thing that happened to me, I'll take it. Getting a flight canceled or? No, oh, you mean like the, the travelers. Annoying traveling people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to sell unpacking because I got, um, I got back to Pennsylvania yesterday as of the recording today. I still haven't unpacked. Um, so I have to do that at some point and I'm you just really not sack of shit. Yeah, I know. I, you're not wrong. I'm just really not looking forward to it. Uh, and then finally, uh, Mike, I, I'm selling our best friendship. What? So not that I don't think we're not best friends. I know we are. Excuse me. However, what, um, what are you received, bringing up? I received something that's. It, you know, we don't have this as as best friends, so uh-huh. are we really best friends? What? Hold on, I can't open the packaging. Wait, did you? I think I know what you got. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Mike. I think I know what you got. 
What what do you hold on? Do you Come wear on. it? It doesn't fit great. It's a ring. I got, I got fat fingers. It's a ring, isn't it? It's it's the best friends forever <laughs> ring. I'm SpongeBob. April got it for me for Christmas. She has one. No. I have one. No, she's your girlfriend. She's not your best friend. Well, April, girlfriends can April, also be your best friends. Back you watch the f up, okay? Let me tell Whoa. you. Let me tell you something. I've been with Matt for almost five years, okay? You've I, only been together for one, all uh, right? Uh, a little over a year. I know some of the, um, yeah. <laughs> there it is. That proved your point. I've seen Matt wake up. I've seen Matt fall asleep. I've seen Matt drunk. I've seen Matt throw up. I've seen Matt in his underwear. I've seen Matt with just socks on, which is not naked. I'm kidding. You've, I've never seen you with just socks on. <laughs> Matt's just playing with his best friends forever ring. You, you know what? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying we're not best friends. I just, it makes you think, are we, because we don't have BFF rings. That hurt. No, no, no. It hurts. I'm not saying we're not best friends. Uh-huh. It just when I got it, I was like, "Wait, does this mean April is now my best best friend?" If it helps, no, I don't. I don't think they actually make rings. But if it helps, it's not a, oh, because it's not, you've already done. It's you've not already like done minimal damage. <laughs> no, it is pretty sick though. Like SpongeBob is painted yellow, Patrick's painted pink. Uh, it does not rotate, but that's fine. Um, I also have trouble getting them out of the ring. So I'm going to close it right now so I don't break it. Um, yeah, maybe. so... Are you going to get it fitted? Maybe. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Can't close it. Just going just gonna to watch Matt. Yeah, no, I'm going to put it down before I break it. Great podcasting content. Uh, all right, Mike, you're by yourself. <sighs> I love you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love you. Well... I had a buy about you, but I don't know yeah. if I want to talk about it. <laughs> Put it in as a neutral. I'm neutral. Uh, I'm buying golf. Oh, yeah. No, I am. Let me tell you. I know. I, well, that's the point. I've said on this podcast for quite some time that yes. I've always just wanted to go golfing with Matt, Correct. Jenna's dad, just anybody in general. Yep. The worst part is I don't have a set of clubs. Back when I mentioned that. What was great, which is kind of a context that I haven't shared with anybody, is Jenna was at my house during Thanksgiving and she had the flu at the time. And all of a sudden I heard snaps. I know exactly what to get you for Christmas. And it kind of freaked me out because I, I, I don't know about you, Matt, but like I'm. I'm an easy giver for a receiver for Christmas. Like I could literally get uh boar's head, please sponsor us a uh, Chipotle gourmets, a, a pat, just two packets of those sauces. And like, I'd be set. I'd be so freaking happy. I get there and it was a gift from both all of Jenna and her parents. And it's a set of clubs. Love it. And you know, the first person I texted was it me. My best friend, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that because I can't wait to go golfing with you. Uh huh. Um, and what was even like so nice more because um, Jenna's dad golfs more frequently and, and has golfed for so many years now. He just had a bunch of bucket of golf balls. He's like, here, just take a handful. And, and then he had tees. So, like, I'm set to go whenever. Like, I don't have to buy golf balls. I don't have to buy tees. Like, I'm, I'm ready, man. Like, I'm ready to swing for the fences. I'm not 100% sure how it's going to work, but like, I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm ready for the vlog that we're going to make. The what? The vlog. Oh, the vlog. I thought yeah. you said the hog. I'm like, what? No. Oh, we're definitely <laughs> vlogging and golfing. Vlog it. Vlog and golf. Um, yeah, so that, that was a really cool Christmas present. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I really, really appreciated it. So, um, yeah, and then my other buy is Steve Max. <laughs> Steve Max. Yeah, Steve Max. Matt, did you know there's an occupation of being a professional Simon Says guy? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this man who I've seen in multiple TikToks, um, he's performed at the Wells Fargo Arena for a 76ers game. Um, he's a professional Simon Says guy. 
so he's the person oh. that says simon says put your left hand up simon says put your left hand down put your left hand up and he's good like i remember playing simon says as a kid he's brutal when he plays simon says wow like it is there's no if ands or buts like he does a command and you do it he's like you're out um there was a one time uh which you could see it on tiktok uh 76ers had like a little like halftime show with him and they think yeah. they had about like 12 people spanning across like the foul line and they were spread out like they're they're pretty much on the court like from uh sideline to sideline and like people starting getting eliminated and he calls over the people on the left his left and he goes come down here more come down here more and all four of them walked and he goes you're out you're out you're out oh my <laughs> gosh like, that was brutal that's ridiculous <laughs> um but yeah, I, I never knew that was an occupation. And um, I want to give props to Steve Max. Um, you could probably find him on TikTok. You probably find him on YouTube. Uh, Steve Max is his name. That's a pretty sweet. I would, I would love to play, play it with him. It, it's intense. Yeah, I gotta, no, I'll send you, I, I'll send I, you I TikTok. Really nervous, but that's awesome. I think that's why everybody was really nervous because when you say he's a professional Simon Says guy, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, we're not just, just like playing a, with our best friend here. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hi, I play Simon Says for a living. Like, what? That's awesome. Um, and then I'm, I'm selling uh, New Year's resolutions. Do tell. Okay. Uh, I'm not upset with me not coming up with a New Year's resolution. I think I'm a little bit more down to earth when it comes to New Year's resolutions. Um, and the unfortunate thing is when it comes to New Year's resolutions, People will do things that a they're not comfortable with, which like is fine. Like you could be uncomfortable to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. They set these monumental goals for them to try to achieve. Um, and you know, probably the number one, you know, biggest New Year's resolution: go to the gym more. And they set this idea where it's like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym every single day, and either they they waste money on a membership. And then they go to like two days and then something comes up and like, that's fine. Like I will use my quote, new year's resolution slash something to think ahead for the year. Um, I'm going to try my best, best keyword in not uh, having a drink during the weekday or like profusely drinking on the weekend. Um, because it was kind of funny when we had our New Year's Eve party. The next morning, I said, uh, was I bad? And Jenna said, you were the least drunk out of all the years that we've been dating for New Year's Eve. I said, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's a compliment or if that's an insult. <laughs> that's great. Oh, my God. It was great. I, I love it. It was. Um, but yeah, like people are setting way too high expectations, which like you go Glen Coco, like if you set a high expectation and you do it. But in like most cases for those, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to read a book. I want to read 365 books. I was like, OK, that's, that's pretty attainable. Like I'm not a bookworm myself, so I'm not going to do that New Year's resolution. But, you know, people are, you know, I wanted to do dry January. And Jenna's dad was like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> um, so maybe being a little bit more limited with the amount of drinks I have in a given week. Um, so, yeah, New Year's resolutions, I think, is just a very big facade for letting people down for high expectations. I agree, because you can have a New Year's resolution that starts in May. Right. Like, yes, it's a new calendar year, but that doesn't mean you can't set a resolution seven months from now and say, okay, if you start in July and you want to go to the gym starting in July, say in one year, I want to lose 30 pounds, whatever. You don't have to set that just because it's January. You can set that at any time during the year. So right. I, I do think New Year's resolutions this time of year are kind of not pointless, but I don't like if you don't have one, I don't have one. I don't need one. I'm okay with life right now. I know people like focus on a word for their year like you know it's like my word for this year is like determination or my word for this year is positivity like, it's something along the lines of that to follow up with mm -hmm. um 
but like again i'm I'm very happy for whatever condition or whatever you know thing that an individual pursues but if you're listening to this and being like man like maybe mike's right i shouldn't do xyz i'm not telling you you shouldn't do xyz but just set more realistic expectations as you're moving ahead into your new year's resolution yeah i think uh, yeah i think going to the gym is a tough one because if you say all right i'm gonna lose like 40 pounds this year and it's the end of the january and lost two you're gonna lose a little bit of hope um so i think it's a it's if you if you're if the gym is your goal or losing weight is your goal don't set a new year resolution for like the year Maybe go like a month by month plan of what you want to try to do, or even just—I don't know—if it's a—it's a tricky slope to go down. And that's society kills those type of expectations too, because mm-hmm. in most cases, you know, gym does revolve around health. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just revolves around getting a workout in, so as you feel a little bit more wide awake. Maybe you don't need that cup of coffee in the morning because you go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Props to anybody who can do that, yeah. but you know having more of those realistic expectations um somebody who i i know very well um her name's amy diggler she's a photographer um and she takes a photo every day a unique photo every day and she posts it on facebook like that's realistic because she's a photographer like she takes photos almost every day um but having those really high in the sky ideas of you know i want to i want to learn how to code this year by myself like okay that that's a that's a big expectation for you but maybe like turn it down a little bit like maybe i want to just once a day learn how to code or like yeah so yeah no that's fair i just want everybody to know that they are fine the way that they are and if it's just more of a goal setting for you, that's great. But it shouldn't be something that like is wearing away on your self being or your mental health or your body. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yes. That's it. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, I only had one. Okay. Uh, all right. Moving on. One final segment to end the first show of 2023. It is time some down in the dumps uh mike i will let you go first (laughs) ready to hear this story i haven't told you yet i'm ready (laughs) so you know matt and i had the beautiful opportunity to take off for our jobs yep very fortunate that both of us have that opportunity we're grateful for those who aren't having a week off of vacation but are still doing their jobs you know grocery mm-hmm. store workers first responders all that good jazz it's also a tough time of the the calendar because christmas and new year's day both on a sunday yeah yeah because you know people people would go back to work on monday mm-hmm. so i thought to myself okay so i get back sunday right after new year's day the new year hot and fresh i go to sleep i wake up late my alarms didn't go off mm. I'm scrambling to get out of bed. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I said, this is not the way to start off the new year. You know, trying to get to work, get showered. I'm like, I can't, um, I can't eat breakfast. So I make my breakfast. I put it in my lunchbox. Um, I know it's weird, but like I wanted to have a piece of monkey bread and my coffee with me. Um, apparently monkey bread is not a breakfast item, apparently. Uh, but anywho, anything's so, breakfast you know, I'm if you eat it in the morning. What's that? Anything's breakfast if you eat it in the yeah. morning. Uh, I heard that my boss had eight pieces of shrimp with butter today. Okay. All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, you know, I'm driving up to work and Matt knows where I work and I know where Matt works. So I will keep the anonymity, but drive up the nice long road, nice some trees and pine trees and the pines. And I take a left turn. The big building that I work in is in front of me. And I get to the parking lot. And I park in my spot and put it in the park. And I'm looking around. And I'm not seeing that many cars in the parking lot, Matt. Oh, no. So I'm like sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, that guy's not here. I know he's like here all the time. This guy's not here. I know he's here pretty much every day. This guy's here. So I text a couple of my coworkers. I said, uh, 
I'm in the parking lot right now. Am I missing something? Matt, I had Monday off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, for work. Oh, no. <laughs> Mike, how did you not know? How did you not know? I don't know, Matt. <laughs> So I, I like I love it. Like I'm not like I'm not sad about it. I'm not frustrated. But I mean, I am down about it. But <laughs> oh. I like sitting there I'm like I'm going back to bed and I didn't go back to bed. Like I, I it was like a newfound day. Like that's that's what my my coworkers Mark said. It's like it's a newfound day. Like you didn't even realize you had that day. So you just made the best of it. So clean my apartment a little bit. Got a Swiffer Swift around. You know, did all that fancy stuff. But yeah, um, now the running joke, the running joke was today that uh, we got a calendar invite today that the good Friday that of Easter this year we have off. And of course, my boss put uh, everybody in a group chat and said, uh, just a reminder, Mike, not to come into work that day. Nice. So uh, I was just being an overachiever, man. That's yeah, I, at the end of the day, you just love your job. Yeah. Luckily, I did not go into my office to I, find I'm out. I'm glad. I was sitting in my car. Once I did, I put in reverse terror and I bolted out of there. Mm -hmm. As you should. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was the Monday after New Year's that I decided that I was going to go into work, even though I did not have to go into work. Wow. So I should have checked my calendar because I don't know if this was preemptive or if I asked. But it actually wasn't in my calendar to be off on that second. Hmm. But then in my outlook, because like you have like the iPhone calendar and then there's the Outlook calendar. Um, apparently, I saw when I was looking at my calendar today from my phone. It's not there anymore. What the oh, heck? Nice. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it didn't say it on the the memo that was released of like holidays that were off, but. So be it. I know a lot of places did give you. I know my work gave us off the second just because mm -hmm. the first was on a Sunday. Um, but it, it was so weird because all the like the schools like they were in session, like the schools that were in my area, like yeah. you saw the buses come through. Like it seemed like a normal day to me, but it, it wasn't. It's always something. So that that's my only down in the dumps for. The year 2023 trying to be a little bit more optimistic yeah a little bit more positive that's uh it's not a bad way to start the year <laughs> it could be worse um all right let me pull up my list um i had it pulled up i don't know what happened uh the suns suck um devin booker's injured for about a month or so deandre ayton's just a he's a wild child uh, Chris Paul's old and he might kind of suck now. Um, so the season started off really optimistic and now I don't know. We, I'll be happy if we make the play in tournament. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, and then really my only other down to the dumps. Um, long distance still sucks. Mm. Um, it was great to see April for about a week. Um, the goodbyes don't get easier. Let me tell you that. Um, and you know we're we're doing good. We do a good job of communicating. I think uh, it just you know it just sucks being able to not being able to just like drive the fifteen minutes to our house this year. Um, so we're making the best of it, but it's definitely uh, not any easier. I get That's that. That's it. I get that, man. Yeah. Um. I think the, the good thing to look to in your scenario, at least, is that she has family down there. Yeah. So, but hey, apparently if she got you a best friends forever ring, I mean, I'll tell you who am I to say, who am I to give that advice? You know, right. <laughs> how many more Here's months? Six. Ah. It'll feel like tomorrow. Yeah. It'll feel like a month. Well, we'll be fine. Yeah, keep yourself busy, man. Oh, I will. That's for yeah, sure. You, you got to keep playing. You got to you got to play more Fortnite with me, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Got to play more Rocket League. You got to 
I don't know if there's an indoor golf <laughs> driving range. That was uh, that was me. There's like uh what's that one place called? There's there's a few places like a virtual indoor golf. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. Work on the golf game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make the best talk, of it. Talk to your brother. Yep. You know. Go yep. outside, touch grass. Yep. <laughs> you know. Plenty of it. Yeah, you got plenty to do. It's all yeah. it's just it's just make it work. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing, Matt. I know that's that that's a very vulnerable thing to talk about. So yeah yeah i know it's it's just nice knowing that every time we see each other it's just like nothing changed which i did again i expected that to be the case but uh yeah it's tough but we'll be through we'll be fine just like me and my best friend when i see them in person yes (laughs) and you're never living this down (laughs) well i have to we do have to see each other in person soon i need to give you your your birthday present i know and i have to give you your uh your present ah Nice. <laughs> Actually, I did get the best gift. Um, because usually I don't really expect gifts from from my uh, you know, my relatives and my families. Mm-hmm. Matt, I got cider for Apple Christmas. Cider? I got a four pack. Um, alcoholic cider. Yeah. Ah, nice, Matt. I Some want you to do me a favor. Well. No, I haven't. Well, I haven't had one yet. So. Oh, okay. I mean, I have. Matt, I want you to um, I want you to read this for me. Okay. Can you see I, it? I, the, it the, I, no. I, I can't read what that says. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's better. Uh, the the audience saw that I was holding up a a can of cider, but um, I want I just I just want Matt to read what the name of this cider is. So so I texted Matt a picture. Um, he should be getting it soon. Matt, I want you to just read it out loud. Uh, I got it. Yep. Uh, stick it in. <laughs> Cider. Trying hard. <laughs> so stick it is spelled S-T-I-C-K-E-T-T. And that's in. So it's stick it in. <laughs> I, that's a great name for a cider. <laughs> uh, I had one. It was great. Kind of reminded me of a couple ciders I've had, but. Regardless. Nice. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And it, yeah thanks um anyway well that concludes another episode of the funny business podcast maybe you're new here maybe you're like man i want more funny business content well guess what you go to solo.to slash funny business find all of our social media you can find all that good juicy stuff maybe you're like man i want to see what these people look like well you're in luck we have a youtube channel we post all the the episodes on that youtube channel it's fun good stuff get to see how ugly i am how gorgeous matt is Just wait till you see his calves. Correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, solo.to slash funny business. If you love us so much, we do have a merch store online too. You can get all the good merch, get all that good stuff. Long sleeve shirts recommended, at least for me. Matt always loves a good cup of Joe, so he always loves the mug. And Matt mm-hmm. has a sweatshirt too that he also likes as well. So, yep. Mr. Matthew. Yeah. High expectations for the first episode of 2023. What is your advice for our coworkers of the funny business world? Well, um, it's something we've talked about on the show before. Um, oh, I don't want we, a recurring one. We we all saw the incident that happened at the uh, Bills Bengals game this past yes. past Monday night uh, with Demar Hamlin. Thoughts and prayers to him. Hope, hope he's okay. Uh, just a, a friendly reminder to everybody that when you wish him well online, you don't have to say what sports team you support. Like the man collapsed on the field. You don't have to say, Cowboys fan here. Hope he's okay. How about you just say, Hope he's okay. okay. I don't care you're a Cowboys fan. That doesn't matter. And it just makes you look like an idiot. We are getting to the point, however, where when someone posts that, 90,000 people reply to him and be like, You're an asshole. <laughs> well, we've also learned that there's bigger assholes around during this incident as well. So, uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Thoughts and prayers to Damar Hamlin. Uh, terrible, terrible incident. Um, yeah, just hoping for the best. Yeah. I mean, thoughts and prayers to anybody who goes through something like that. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the first responders who were probably getting paid regular wage. Mm-hmm. Who yep. kept him alive. Um, but I heard it's a steady recovery right now. So it's 
don't know if he's out of the hospital yet. He is not. No, I, I believe so. he's he's still in there. But, As of now. Yeah. Just important to hug your friends, hug your loved mm-hmm. ones. Yep. Hug your family. If you haven't told someone you love them in a long time, tell them you love them. Be sure to tell somebody you love them. So. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all again. Thank you all to our new listeners. Thank you all to our returning listeners, our loyal, lovely co-workers. And until the next time, see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>